Hello, my friends and listeners. This is Aaron Odom from Trident Theater in Sheridan, Wyoming, coming to you with another theater horror story. I just, I love doing that. That's just ridiculous. I mean. (laughs) The good effect. Thank you. I mean, did Vincent Price just like come home from work every day? It's like, what is for dinner? I don't (laughs) know. So, my friends and listeners, the voice you're hearing besides mine is my guest who was on episode five, which we talked about secrets, medieval special effects in theater. This is Keely Anderson. Hello, Keely. Hello, everyone. So great to see you again. And I just, you know, when my guests return, I do have to ask them, have you recovered since uh, I traumatized you with our last episode? (laughs) It's hilarious because right now I'm going back for another degree and I'm taking a medieval history course. (laughs) So it just keeps running through my head. She's like, we have to do a research paper. And I was so close to picking this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh it's not I'll, quite right. Eh, I'll send you my bibliography. So, Keely, it's been a little bit, little bit since we've chatted, but uh, I reached out to you. I said, hey, uh, are you interested in a horror story? You're like, absolutely, which <laughs> tells me that you might have a really juicy one. So I'm very excited to hear this. What's going on? Oh, I do. Um, It's the story about how I got my current job. Ooh. Yeah. I'm the technical coordinator at the Community College of Denver. So it's basically technical director. Because of the way the college works, we had to use a different word for paperwork reasons. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, So before that, I was um, assistant technical director in the department. I was part-time employee. And uh, one of our technical faculty instructors was the technical director for our department. Um, We did a play called Red Devil Battery Sign (laughs) by one Tennessee Williams. Oh, okay. I know him. Yeah, he just wrote until the day he died. So like the later stuff that like somehow got finished was fine. You know, it's Tennessee Williams. Red, Red Devil Battery Sign? Red Devil Battery Sign. It's this older couple. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, they meet in a hotel. It takes place about a ho- in a hotel. And it's kind of about the hotel. And uh, it's this older couple. And this woman's like hiding from her husband who's into some political stuff. So there's like a bodyguard that follows her around. She's in love with King, who's like the lead of the mariachi band at the hotel. <laughs> and he is married. Okay. Okay. He kind of forays into Hispanic culture, and I don't think there was a lot of research done prior. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah, but we had this guest director come in for our show, and he's wanted to do this play for like 30 years. It's, you know, one of his little babies. It's a heart project for him. So we're like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, we just want someone to direct that isn't my boss because he's the chair and busy. Uh, and, um, this guest director that we brought in decides to bring in a guest designer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he has an amazing resume, sterling history. I think he did Broadway for a long time and his, his quality speaks to this, his standards uh, uphold that. Um, I'm trying to be very nice about this. (laughs) What happened is we are a community college. Yes. And our students do not have skill sets yet, generally. They're not yep. supposed to. They're students. 
you know, they're here to learn the things. We're here to teach them. And it's the first two years. So, I mean, we're getting, fun, we're getting fundamentals here. Exactly. We're starting from like point zero. And then the set designer came in and his contract was for designing the set. And then our technical director would take it and create the drafts and we would build. And then he would come back and paint it when we were done building. Oh, okay. So this designer wasn't, was this designer actually there present or just would like send in the stuff and say, here, this is what you do. He wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> okay. I'm getting ahead of the story. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cause the way his contract was set up was the designs, the drawings, the concepts, and then we materialize and then he paints. So um, because of the way that contract was written, if he were to come in and build or weld something, which is not something we do in our department, he would then be personally liable if someone were to get hurt because he's oh not supposed to be building. He's not supposed oh to be welding. But he, I mean, he's blue collar, he's hands-on. And because he's so brilliant at it, you know, he is involved from start to finish and he just couldn't acclimate to that. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I just kept trying to enforce that. And um, he, because he's older, I think he's retired three times at this point. Um, he's very analog. All of his drafting is by hand. I mean, brilliant work. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is this set for some reason was all angles. None of them were a 90 degree angle. Like it was all triangles and ramps. And I mean, we were doing trigonometry to figure out how to cut these set pieces. It was insane. So we had to modify a few things because there's no way I could have cut a 72 degree angle on a chop saw. Trust me, I tried. There's uh, yeah. tricks. It physically isn't a, cho a choice. <laughs> so like, I would love for somebody to explain to me how to make that cut. Uh, the old technical director he drafted uh -huh. it and we're down there and i'm like i don't know how to cut this and we tried a few different things and i bring the piece to him and i'm like i don't know how to cut this and he's like you are being stupid cut it we try a few different things you know because you can like inverse and bench and oh yeah. Know, yeah 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 buff and like we try a bunch of different stuff and we're looking at the angles and we're doing math and like I bring it back to him again and I'm like, I don't know how to cut this. And he's like, you are being stupid, cut it. <laughs> so I go back again and we try a few different things. And then I put the piece of wood on his desk and I'm like, you come show me how to make that cut. Oh boy. And he came in there and tried to make that cut. And then he's like, okay, we will try a different angle. <laughs> 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 and 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 did you say uh, see i am not stupid or now who's stupid uh, yeah i said something along the lines of like well we're both stupid aren't we <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing we do in our department is prioritize the student work and give them the ownership we prioritize that over quality right you know um of course safety standards i'm there you know nobody's gonna die on this set but, you know, if it's less than amazing and the students are the ones that did the work, that's what we would prefer than having an amazing set that the students never touched. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard of that before where like students get disenfranchised that, you know, the, the, the best parts go to somebody that the director knows. Yeah. So we, we played with a lot of that because um, I kept trying to enforce that with this designer of like, look, you can't be here. You can't make this set piece. And then also you know, the students already made that piece. And he's like, well, it's just like, he would go off 
Like, he <laughs> himself, like swearing, cursing. Uh, yeah. And of course, he was butting heads with our technical director. Of course. He the blueprints, and then he would come in and he's like, you had to build it wrong. And he's like, no, we didn't. You're not supposed to be here. And like, <laughs> <laughs> We got our director to sit down with everybody and have a meeting to kind of hash this out and we all knew what was going to happen going into it like Mm. between the technical director and the set designer we're like somebody's walking off of this show today oh boy like they could not reconcile with so much tension and not in a good way Um, oh wow oh wow and my director didn't even know this beef was going on so he's sitting there and he's also an older man. And he's like, I, something has come to my attention lately about some sort of conflict that's been going on. And I would like to be aware of this conflict so we can get it addressed. I didn't know what was expected of me going into this meeting besides like witnessing or holding account. I was like, oh, I, no. I, I, like <laughs> you know, it's two old white men. What am I supposed to do about this? They rule the world. You're like, what am I going to do? Tell them they're wrong. Will they hear me? <laughs> Seriously. So we started getting into it and there's like a lot of back and forth. And eventually my technical director is trying so hard to keep his tongue. Oh no. Cause I mean, he's, you know, he's a crass guy, you know, he yeah. and I tell, like as a term of endearment, tell each other to fuck off. Like, yeah. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so he is aware of the implications and he is just like stoically just kind of like, Mm-mm. cause you know, this other guy's coming in with an account that wasn't, 100% factual. So my technical director just sitting there just like pulling faces and like getting crazy eyes and doesn't say anything until this older set designer like points at him and goes, "Look, look at that Kevorkian mask. I have to deal with that all the time." Oh, what? <laughs> Oh my god, he literally hasn't even done or said anything this whole time. Kevorkian mask. Okay. That is seared into my skull, just that frame. I can't, I can't even imagine what he meant by that. I know. I'm just- You're not building my set to my specifications, therefore trying to euthanize me. That makes no sense. So he comes at him and calls him Kevorkian. And that's why my technical director is still saying nothing. <laughs> just gets up and walks out of the room. Oh, high road. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And that's how I got my job. <laughs> because he just walked. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, he, you know, he's not here to burn the students. He continued no. to teach classes, but he did stop participating in productions. Oh, wow. You know, he's like, I'll take wow. care of the students. I'll teach the classes, but. Man, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had a professor in college like that for my, my bachelor's, my last two years in college were at Pepperdine University, which is a, it, it, it's a fine institution. It is allied with the Church of Christ. It's a, you know, in my years there, we saw things that we just went, why, why this censorship? We did, uh, do you know the play, The Diviners? It's about uh, the Dust Bowl and farmers in in the heartland and everything. Mm -hmm. So they they had a rehearsal one night where the dean of the arts program came and she sat down with a copy of the script and a red pen and just sat through a run through and just 
uh, it just went okay. And every time she'd hear something that she thought was going to be offensive or whatever, she'd circle it. And then at the end of the night, comes to the director and goes, "Everything I've circled will be removed from the script." If you want it to be, if you want it to be performed, ah. one of my favorite lines that came out of that Keely that they had to take out. I mean, every, everything uh, in the whole thing, they were talking about how terrible of a president Hoover was because, well, he was and, and they'd be cursing him and everything. So there were a lot of those, you know, uh, Hoover can go to hell or whatever like that. <laughs> one, these two farmers are talking. One of them goes, you, you heard about this new fertilizer machine. And I'm kind of paraphrasing here a little bit, but the other farmer goes, no, no. He goes, what is that? He says, what's a machine you load with shit and you pull it behind your tractor and it shits all over your field. <laughs> I love that. And I'm like, that is such a colorful way to put that, but is two people in their colloquialisms talking about their business. Yeah. But I bring all this up because I had a professor who was there and we'll call him doc doc was such a wonderful man could never direct at pepperdine and we once asked him about it and and i was there 2000 2001 2002 Mm -hmm. and he hadn't directed there since 1986 when he directed joseph and the amazing technicolor dreamcoat Uh and you're like but but that's a that's a Bible story. Mm-hmm. And, and they, after that production, he couldn't do it anymore. You know why? Why? The beginning of the second act, there are go-go girls dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that so much. Yep. yep. And I guess somebody came and they went, this is not what we will be seeing on this stage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, it's kind of, it's kind of part of the show. Like, yeah. Laugh in? Didn't you watch Laugh in? Yeah. It was a thing. That's what I was thinking. I was like, are we talking like the Laugh in girls or like Go Go girls? Because those well, are different. I mean, the Go Go girls, I think uh, they just had uh, like pencil skirts and, and like fishnets, but like thigh high boots and I think just crop tops. So you saw their tummies. Okay. So like the kind they would put on TV. Yeah. Not the kind in the clubs. No. Yeah. Okay. But that was it. That was uh. it nail in the coffin and he still got to teach and everything but no longer involved with productions and not by his choice but i i do love the image of your former technical director just standing up hanging some keys somewhere and just there you go that's it this is how it's going to be well what happened to the designer uh well he pushed forward in building the set like i said he uh was welding a bunch of stuff and we're like that's not part of our department we can't weld like can you pick a different way to create the thing you want. And he's like, I'll just come in and do it myself. And I'm like, can't do that. (laughs) So it got to the point where like, I would have the work studies just leave whatever space he was in. If he came in and started building, I'm like, look, if he wants to put himself on this cross, I can't stop him clearly. But you know, I'm also going to make sure you guys aren't in the line of fire. Well, I can just also see that being a situation where if they were to work with him and he would do something awful, the only thing that could work there is immediate termination of his contract. Oh yeah. But again, he was doing it pro bono. Like he had contract. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh because it was this labor of love gift for the director who's wanted to do this show for 30 years. Uh-huh. So it just got to the point where like there were two different instances where we kind of just gave up and was like, okay, you want to build the set? You get to build the set. We are not engaging. And that kind of came from one day. We were in the theater on the stage building 
And he comes in and he seems docile, like he heard the feedback. So he comes in and he starts building and then the students are helping because I've worked with him in the past and it was an amazing experience. He has this wealth of knowledge and is amazing at what he does. Right, so right. So it's a cool opportunity for the students to learn from him. But like one of the students did something and he just started leaning into this kid, just oh. yelling at them about what they did wrong. And like, I've told you this before, like, why aren't you listening? How stupid are you? And that was when I just said, everybody put your tools down, leave. Yep. And then they did. And then of course he comes right at me and he gets in my face. Like he's right up next to me and just starts shouting and going off. And I look at him and I do the same thing. I just look <laughs> at him, I say nothing. And I turn and I leave the space. But you kept your keys. So I do keep my keys. And then <laughs> later that weekend, one of the other technical directors, cause we share the stage on campus with the two other schools. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Them, yeah. One of them came through the space and noticed that he had, cause we have a fly system. We have a kind mm -hmm. of system, and uh, he had a curtain on some bars running across it, which, you know, makes like a 90 okay. degree. Yep, That's yep. not unheard of. It's actually quite easy to do and makes sense. However, yeah. when somebody walked through and noticed he tied the ropes wrong. Ah, okay. So they reported it to the building faculty. <laughs> And then that staff had to come in, pull everything down. Uh, it was a bit of a petty relief, though, because I was able to go to him and say, like, hey, so I noticed you put that leg up. However, over the weekend, staff went through and noticed it was out of code. So they pulled it down. So you have to go put it back up again <laughs> <laughs> the right way this time. <laughs> All by yourself. And I'm sure he grumbled and blustered. Oh, and then, no, oh, you want the leg? You you want the leg up? You have to put it up. I'm sorry. We can't do it. <laughs> We're too stupid. Ah oh, man. Well, Keely, I love to hear that there is drama even backstage, <laughs> not always for the performers. So I appreciate that story a lot. I always tell them keep the drama on stage. Well, there we go, gang. That's another theater horror story. This is Aaron Odom signing off. We'll come back with another theater. A horror story sometime. Ta-ta!